You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Hear that. Why don't we get to the board? Let's do it. Uh, brought to you, of course, by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Jim, I'm going to let you lead it. It's big noon, Fox kickoff. Take it away. Ohio State, number two in the country, minus 15 and a half time of taping at Happy Valley, number 13, Penn State. Why was this not the whiteout? Can anyone explain this to me? Why would you do the whiteout versus Minnesota and not the Buckeyes? They want it at night. It hits different at night. It should be. Well, but Fox has the game, and their big window is noon. Mm-hmm. They, they decided that they're going to rewrite the way that we've yep. watched football well, our entire life. Noon is... Minnesota, Illinois. Well, they're already rewriting broadcasting football games, and they're taking a page from North Korean media because Joel and Klatt, will they even be able to find their way to Happy Valley? They'll probably be outstanding on Main Street in Ann Arbor. Hello? Ha-ha! Is anyone here? Like, uh, seriously? You tell me. We talked about this Monday, and people should be checking that out. Ohio State's first real test of the year on the road is this weekend. Yes. I don't count what happened in East Lansing, and I know you don't either. No, that, that was a scrimmage. Basically. I wasn't impressed with Ohio State a week ago. The score was misleading. They ran up the score, but they didn't run the ball well in the game. A lot of third and shorts. They, they still seem to be this finesse team. They settled for four field goals, three in the red zone. Penn State's got NFL players on defense. I want to play Penn State at home getting more than two touchdowns. I mean, it's, it, listen, it's free country. I, okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. Because here's the other thing. Look, Michigan struggled to run the ball against Iowa. Um, no, nah, they were four, four and a half a carry. Yeah. Ohio State was too, like, too being generous. Yeah, but that's two yards below, like, their season average, Jim. Four yards a carry in college football is not good. But Ohio State at two yards a carry a week ago. Right. Scored 54. Again, play, running play, it up the last 28 points on, on air. They like, congrats. Play, they play, Jim, Jim, listen. Here's the deal. I don't give a fuck what you do with your money. You want to bet Penn State, bet him. I'm gonna but bet don't him. try to talk me into betting James Franklin, who's a horseshit coach. Don't try to talk me into Sean Clifford, who's a horseshit quarterback. Don't try to talk me into a Penn State defense that just gave up 416 yards rushing and doesn't have anything to do with Iowa's defense. You can do what you no, want no, to but do. Hold on. Penn State, you did this a week ago. They bounced back. Did they, they? They stopped did the run. They? I watched Ibrahim, that. Ibrahim, your best running back in the Big Ten, didn't look like Blake Corum against Penn State. They didn't have their quarterback, Jim. It renders everything moot. There, there's no point. Tanner Morgan's not a star, but he's a stabilizing force, and let's face it, that freshman kid they played, he's terrible. That's not fair. Do what you want. Bet Penn State for me. And I don't have to bet Franklin to win the game. I don't have to bet Clifford to get me home in a fourth quarter. What's the number I sitting them at to right be now? within two touchdowns. What's the number sitting at right now? 15 and a half, and for everybody that loves the SP+, they think it's an 11-point game. Penn State's got NFL talent in the secondary, on the D-line. 
And how about this scenario? 2016, same thing. They went into Michigan, got blown out, bounced back, beat Ohio State at home that year. Last six years, every game in this rivalry has been within 15 points. If you think Clifford's a, a special brand of awful, if you don't want to bet James Franklin, no, I understand. I do. No. I understand it. But I'm telling you, if you want to cap this game and you want to play this game, you shouldn't be playing Ohio State. Well, I disagree. I, again, you can do what you want. I, I am in no way. Ohio State still has a number two ranked defense in America. Have they played great offenses? No. But Jim Knowles has had an impact. Sean Clifford puts up more turnover-worthy throws than any power five quarterback. I get very scared of Sean Clifford in big spots. Take the 15 and a half. I hope you enjoy yourself. Have a nice box lunch at noon. I ain't touching it. I think the number's right on. Uh, I would lean Ohio State, but my card already, we've said this. Mm -hmm. I am all over the place. I can't bet them all. I'm staying away from the game. If I could snipe Ohio State at a better number, I would lean Buckeyes. I get your cap. I'm rooting for you. What did I say to you last weekend? I didn't play Minnesota. Tanner Morgan was out. I stayed away. I rooted for you. Thank you. I rooted for you. I said, congratulations. Second game, Kansas State minus, this is one and a half, minus one and a half hosting number nine, Oklahoma State, 330 kick on Fox. It's Kansas State for me. I go right back to it. They, look, they were the better side last week. Um, what's the kid's name? Uh, Will Howard, the backup, was outstanding. Well, Adrian Martinez was supposed to be starting. Don't know what happened. He left early in the game mysteriously. And Tim Brando all bourboned up trying to explain that away. But Will Howard came in and helped guide them to a 28-10 lead. And then Will Howard gets hurt. And you bring in Pete Shupley or whatever his name is. Jake Rubley. Look, what? It don't matter. I'm going to yeah. remember him forever. I yeah, mean, you one, can. One throw, one interception, boned us. But I, I look, look, K-State getting home. Um, the Okie State game was bizarre to me. First half, Texas was outstanding. Quinn Ewers, I don't I don't know what I watched. I think he went 16-42. to 42. Um, I think K-State was the better team in Fort Worth. I think you got screwed if you bet on them because the K-State staff played a trick on you with Adrian Martinez in my mind. Uh, and then it's outer space, bad luck losing Will Howard. I think Okie State is at the end of a long run here, people. They've had big game after big game after big game after big game. Now you're going to the little apple. I'm, I'm going to ride with K-State here. And you know what? For all that Oklahoma State does, and I, I give Gundy and his staff credit. Spencer Sanders, you know the shoulder's an issue. You know he can't really cut it loose deep, but they're scheming it up. The one thing they can't work around is they're giving up 200 yards of rushing a game. Yeah, the last couple games, people have run on him. It was, I think it was TCU and Texas. And if Adrian Martinez plays, even if Will Howard plays, he has the ability to move. But if Martinez plays, and we have no word, time of taping, it's 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 Wednesday morning. Um, I just don't think you're going to continue to survive these games the way Okie State is. Plus, throw it in. You notice turns me on like no other business. Weird line, man. Number 22 is laying a point and a half to number nine. And they're at home, and I think K-State should be pissed they blew that game to TCU. I'm taking the Wildcats. I like the thought on Vaughn. I think he could have a big game because this is end of the line, and, and they've already been vulnerable on the ground. I went and looked up some analytics on myself. I'm awful at betting Big 12 games. I went back and, and dug up. I am 1-5-1 and one betting games that involve Big 12 teams mm-hmm. this season. Oh, no. So, and there's, there's no lean with the SP+. Plus. There's no edge with the line. I would lean Kansas State at home, but I'm not going to play it. Thank God. Because you are playing. Yeah, I'm okay. K-State. Right, there you go. It was, it, listen, you guys can do what you want with it. This was the first game I saw, the first line I saw, 
the first thing I circled, not that I circled it literally because I was looking at a computer, but this was, I go. I keep on a little tablet and get the yeah, pen out. Apple pen. There you go. Uh, this is K-State for me. Next. All right, number three, Tennessee, minus 12 and a half. They're hosting number 19, Kentucky. It's a night game. They're wearing the black uniforms. These are the coolest uniforms they wear, better than They're the nice. smoky grays. They're nice. But look ahead. That's the fear here is it's a look ahead spot. Autoplay. They've got Georgia looming the next week. Yep. I really like Kentucky here too. And, Me too. and and they have the schematic X's and O's pass defense to challenge Tennessee. They're number 14 in America at stopping the pass. It's the one thing Tennessee does so well. Make it basic. Cool it off. Make it basic. And I think you just nailed this. Make it basic for people. Because I, I like I like data, but it's it's boring and it's grandiose. Yeah. Tennessee passing game. Good. Really good. Kentucky pass defense. Also good. Very good. Okay. So we've got a nice matchup there. Kentucky offense. They can run it. They can pass it. Mm-hmm. And they, I think you said it best in here. If they don't cover, take Will Levis off my draft board. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. Everybody's talking about him as a first-round pick. I saw something today. Maybe he'll go in the top three. Okay, well, you're playing the 130th-ranked right. pass defense. If you can't cover, I'm not saying go into Neyland and win. Right. If you can't cover 12 and a half points, you shouldn't be a first-round quarterback. Yep. This is a spot for you, even backdoor, even garbage time. They were never in it, never should have been in it, but they cover anyway kind of spot. So and I, I like I, Kentucky. I think we'd perceive Kentucky differently as well. Look, they they really should have beaten Ole Miss. They outplayed them that day. And then Will Levis gets the injury. How would we perceive Kentucky differently? They'd be a one-loss team right now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? And you're going to give me 12 and a half? And here's what I like. I like the focus. Kentucky goes into this game. This is a Super Bowl-type game for them. Tennessee can't take that approach because everyone down there is talking about Georgia next week. It's a look-ahead spot. This isn't the NFL. These are 18- to 22-year-olds. Um, look, Hendon Hooker, the one thing that scares me, Kentucky does not have a pass rush. Hendon Hooker, with all the time in the world, I don't care how good your coverage is, he's going to get you. And by the way, you know, I know you're one of the quorum truthers. Hendon Hooker. Should be up for the Heisman. Uh, yeah, I would say so. He's my front runner right now. You Good. play Alabama that Good. way, you should be the front Personal runner. Personal growth. I'm on Kentucky plus 12 and a half. Okay, last note on this game, and then we'll move on. Will Levis, five touchdowns against the Vols a year ago. Five touchdowns. Please, please don't let us down here. Because there's a chance. There's a real possibility this game's like 45 to 10, and they're just m- mowing them down. Listen, th- th- but that's you- where you get the backdoor cover. That's why I look to Levis and go, if you have any ability at all, you cover this number. Oh, for Tennessee us. has shown no resistance in stopping anyone's passing game. What Kentucky can do, though, is slow this thing down a little bit, provide a little bit of balance, too. Chris Rodriguez is a bowling ball, mm-hmm. man. He's a damn good running back. I, I just, it's another one. I saw the line. Uh, if you don't like 12 and a half, you, I, I know I was reading. The model that. likes this, by the way. Eight point game is what the SP Plus says. Yeah, I, I'm taking the 12 and a half, and I'll tell you this. If you go, look, I think I can do better in-game, you're probably right. There's probably going to be a point in this game you can get 14-and-a-half, 15-and-a-half, 16-and-a-half. We don't get that luxury. I can tell you games where I don't like the number listed. There's going to be one of those later. I'll tell you straight away the type of number I need to see before I bet it. And then that's what I'm going to hold myself to. Um, I'm taking the 12-and-a-half, though. It's good enough for me. I think it's value. And I think Kentucky can hang. So... Rock and roll, man. Let's get it. Last two on the big board are rivalry games with big spreads. Number four, Michigan, minus two and a half, 
hosting Michigan State, 7.30 night game, ABC. You can lead off. You're the one with a big take on it. Okay. I gave you my preview, and it is, I want no part of this. No, so you're not, not going to play it? No, I'm not, because I think the number is probably right. And look, first of all, you make fun of me. I don't lay big numbers. I just don't. It's not a It's not a thing I'm into. Like, can you imagine if you bet Michigan, you're up by 28 points late, you're up 42 <laughs> to 14, and you have to sweat a cover because you pulled your starters or something. Yeah. I just, no. And for Michigan State, when when Michigan State loses, they really lose. So I don't know that I'm also comfortable taking 22 and a half. You told me, Mike, I've got a huge opinion on this game, so I'm going to sit back. So this is the Costa lock this week. This is the one I'm guaranteeing, no. locking. No. 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 Yes, 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 yes. No. But no, the key here is I legitimately no. believe this. This is not some troll bit. You can't ask me to do this. Well, you, you don't have to. I told you in the Monday episode, you do not have to walk down this path with me. But you didn't tell me you were doing this. Well, this is the Costa lock this week. Michigan minus the 22 and a half. And I feel this pick. This I'm, I swear to you, I'm not fucking with you. I'm legitimately picking and betting Michigan to You're win this game. You're only doing this because you want me to bet against my team. No, you don't have That's to do That's all it. this no, is. No, this no, is no, a no, game no. to you. No, 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 no. Jim, of all the games you could Costa lock this? Yes, this, this one's been on the radar for a while. As we've been watching these two teams in our backyard very closely... I like this spot, and and if anybody thinks this is a number Michigan can't cover, the model says 40 to 17, 23 points. Michigan has the intent and the ability to make this ugly. We'll start with the intent. They spent the offseason talking about this isn't a game that we can overlook anymore. We have to treat this like Ohio State. We lost last year, blew a 16-point lead, lost the year before that, tuck coming, all that stuff. This is a priority game for Michigan now. So they, they aren't going to let their foot off the gas or put themselves in a position like they did a year ago. Oh, that's crazy. You mean you lose to someone 10 out of the last 14 years It's actually a priority to you now? It Weird. should be. I mean, it's crazy. embarrassing that it hasn't been more of one, but it is now. And then the ability part. Michigan's going to run the ball. It's a non-negotiable. They are going to line up hat on a hat and be better than Michigan State. So what do you do? Do you stack the box? You put an extra body in there with that porous pass defense? I, I think there's, there's no solution out of the bye week that accounts for the fact that they're significantly better running the ball than you are stopping the run. And it's the same deal on the other side. Pick your poison. No good answer. Michigan State's 116th in rushing. There's no Kenneth Walker. Michigan has the fifth best run defense in America. Like, there's only so much you can scheme up in a bye. You're at a disadvantage on the line of scrimmage both sides of the ball, and they're not going to let up at home at night. This has ugly written all over it, whether, whether you want to convince yourself, not talking you, Mike, but other people out there, it's a rivalry and I can't do it. Everything points to Michigan blowout. Blowouts have happened in this rivalry, including one with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. So it's, it's not unheard of. Michigan, minus 22 and a half. And last time the spread was like this, COVID year, you do what you want with it, it counts, it doesn't count. MSU won his 23-point underdogs. I just, look, man, series generally, Michigan's terrible at covering – Costa gives you several good data points, several good football points. I'm not here to argue them. I just think in rivalry games like this, weird shit happens. And if you're listening to this from out of the region or you're not familiar with it, when I tell you it's not dislike, it's hatred, MSU is like a gremlin once you've poured water on it. It's just different. And weird shit happens, man. And you can go through the series, do what you do. I don't think this is one of the years where something crazy fun is going to happen, but 1990, 95, 01, I mean, John L. Smith taking them to triple OT back-to-back year. Weird shit, man. 
But if you're talking football, talking numbers, talking sense, I don't think Jimmy's led you astray, people. I want nothing to do with this game. Respect the cap. Do your thing. I am no thank you. I'm just so proud I finally got you off the Costa lock because you were tailing this thing hard. It hurts. And, and because this, I this meant, is where we go our separate I route. meant what I said. I wanted, I wanted to, to hold your hand and, and go with the Costa lock. And now that I don't, it's going to hit. It's going to hurt because then it's my rival helping it hit. And it, it, this is going to be a psychological mind fuck. No, this is, this is a, a lot of cosmic energy into one game on Saturday night. Or it could mean you've just helped ensure that I have a good Saturday night and that Michigan trips over their own dick, doesn't cover, and MSU's in the game Wait. in the fourth, and I can make a cocktail and be interested. <laughs> you watch how this goes. When this episode drops, you're going to get Michigan fans who are pissed that I cost a locked them. But this is like legitimate, justifiable. Like, the Michigan is not a fraud football team like they've been in years past. No, they're for real. Right. So I'm not doing this to mess with you. But yeah, there the will only... be Spartan fans who celebrate this and go, hell yeah, now we're going to be in this deal. I mean, Just it's like, like Syracuse winning... was a year ago and Old Dominion, or Costa, a week ago. The Costalock's like winning the opening coin toss. <laughs> it's the first step in winning a game. Sure. All right, go to the next All one. All right, last one in the board. Number one, Georgia, minus 22 and a half versus Florida. It's in Jacksonville. It's that largest outdoor cocktail party. We had to have this on here. We talked about it. How good is Georgia? I got to be honest, I think they're good. But again, rivalry, uh, I think this number is kind of right where it should be. Jim, I don't have some great read on this. I don't. I think Georgia, Georgia's in a position of a team that, yeah, even though the number one, they got to show me. They got to show me because this is also a look-ahead spot for them. They know what's on the other side mm-hmm. of that door. It's Tennessee next week. You can't overlook Florida. I'm not in the business of laying 22 and a half. And I'll tell you, for Florida, that defense has put up no resistance at all this season to just about anybody. So, yeah, you can do what you want because you know where my board lies in the best of the rest. I- I'm in the B-rack. I'm in the DVD bin this week. A bunch, bunch of picks in the American I Conference. Do. I do. Look, and, man, and I the, just – I, I pick the games that speak to me, brother. But okay. you do you have a pick on Georgia Florida? Uh, no, I did just want to talk through it for people because it is one of those mega rivalry games. And, why, and they don't call it the world's largest cocktail party anymore, do they? But they change it. I think they call it the world's biggest tailgate now. Oh, we can't have cocktail parties anymore? More, more BC, PC bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh, Florida gives up a ton of yards on the ground. 13th in the SEC in run defense. That screams like a Georgia roll spot. Dogs stop the run, the fourth best in the country. We know Florida's reliant on running because Anthony Richardson is not a passer. Feels like they could eat him alive. The only hesitation I have is Richardson could have one of those Cam Newton runs, one of those two of those special runs, break a game open. They cover the spread just because it's so big. So I can't bet it. I can't bet on him having a Cam Newton moment, and I'm not going to bet against him having one stupid run to cover the spread, so I'm going to pass on it. But I would lean Georgia because, again, the, the, just the edge on the ground in the trenches. All right, so that's the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 